this time on whatever we want we talk about the fact of the winter soldier Soldier. we cover the whole series major spoilers ahead spoilers 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 also sorry that we haven't been back really apologize we get into a little more yeah also there's no video this episode sorry i was trying to get back into it get it out really quick hopefully we'll have video again we're just vibing getting back into the groove hope you guys enjoy enjoy Pre-banter! Pre-pre-banter, Brenda! Pre-banter, peanut butter, Dana, welcome back. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing good. We both have been doing a lot. Yes. But now we're kind of done with some things. Just want to say very, very sorry. I know we've been taking a huge, like, probably almost two-month hiatus at this point. But things have been a little crazy, you know. College, graduating. That's just, like, major milestone in life. And just, like, you know, enjoying the last couple months at college. It's been a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm definitely a big college campus guy, you know? <laughs> Daniel definitely didn't. But either way, we both graduated college. Woo. <laughs> so this is the first podcast yeah. as adults. We're back. Um, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support. And thank you for the support you've been giving us uh, while we've been gone. We really appreciate just everything. You guys rock. Yeah, but we want to get back into it. Yeah, so you just want to jump into it. We haven't talked in so long. Yes. You may want us to talk about this or that, but we don't care. We're going to talk about whatever we want. Blah. Welcome back to whatever we want. The podcast where we, Jake and Daniel, two devilishly handsome gentlemen, talk about movies, TV shows, and more, giving behind-the-scenes insights and trivia, filmmaking techniques, and more. Woo! You lost some speed there. You were not as fast as you used to be, but it's been a while. I know. I wanted to make sure I got it because I know it's been a while, you know? It's like a muscle. <laughs> I haven't worked it out in a while. My voice muscle. <laughs> My podcast intro muscle. But yeah. I feel like it's more of like a, that's more of like a memory muscle. Like your True. brain has to like re-trigger those neurons. And a like, memory is muscle. That, is, or, that the, mm. is that the right way? Is that the yeah. right path? I, it was just, it just fired them and my brain was like, oh my gosh, it's back. It's <laughs> 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 excited. I hope you're as excited as my brain is. Anyways, Daniel was talking about, we were talking about we're recapping Falcon Winter Soldier, the entire series, because that's been out now. What are your thoughts overall, Daniel, of the series? It was really good. Yeah. Like, it hit a lot of, like, social political issues that are going on right now, but at the same time... Definitely. But I thought it did it in a good way. I mean, obviously, I don't have perspective on everything. Yeah, it did it in a really good way. As, like, you know. as who I am, but I can imagine from, like, other people's perspectives, I, I don't want to say anything, but, like, I think I think it did all right, from my perspective, at yeah. least. The one thing I would say that could have been better overall was pushing... Like, they showed how... They, they, they made other people join the cause of the... Flag Smashers? Yeah, Flag Smashers. I was going to say World Eaters. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> the Galactuses. <laughs> Galacti. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... Like, they show other people joining and helping them, but they never really got the audience to, to feel that, you know? Yeah, I mean, they were the villains, so we don't want to root for them too much, but I, I actually did watch, like, they made it like a making-of documentary, which I'm going to talk about later, but they said they wrote Carly as, like, a hero in the beginning, and then a hero that goes bad, so that you don't really like her by the end, and I definitely could see that, and I think she definitely had a lot of merit and value from what she was coming from. Yeah, I feel like it did the opposite then with Walker. Definitely. Or like, uh, but we'll talk like about that. Like, he was bad boy. Yeah. What, what did you think about it compared to WandaVision, the other Marvel TV show that has been released on Disney Plus. See, I like I like thinking, you know this. So like one division made my neurons go off. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking about neurons so much today, but Dang. he's a college graduate. He just <laughs> thinks he's a brain surgeon now. <laughs> no, I'm not my grandma. But uh it it's just crazy the thing about like the the dimensions literal dimension smashing writing that's going on with one division. True. And then we get back to like I'm not gonna say like reality because it's still Marvel, but it's like This was definitely more grounded, I think. Yeah, exactly. It was much more grounded. I, I liked it. I, I think 
I'm trying to think, like, if this would have come out before WandaVision, I think people wouldn't have liked WandaVision as much, I think. But, but I, and I also think they might have been like, oh, this is, like, too Marvel, just, like, kind of, this is what we expected. So I think it's good they released it in this order, just, just in my opinion. I agree. I, I feel like the trend's gonna go back, like, once Loki comes out, we get into the time dilation, you know? Oh, I'm so excited for Loki. Good. I think everyone just, like, loves Loki so much that they're just gonna enjoy it. It. <laughs> it's it's moved up to what wednesdays now when, when's that yeah, wednesdays release? starting at like mid-june so we're getting close yeah. i think i don't know i i thought the pacing was pretty it was okay it, there were some slow parts like the second to last episode was literally just like them fixing a boat for half of it and i was like okay and then the end, this last episode yeah but it was good bro time yeah the last episode was them just like all action pretty much um yeah but overall like it was like six episodes about an hour, a little less than an hour each. And so it was like kind of like six short movies almost. And I, I thought it did a good job and was able to tell stories that weren't, wouldn't have been able to been told in like two hour movies, like stuff, especially with Isaiah Bradley and stuff like that. Yeah. And we learned a lot more about Falcon. So, yeah. I mean, like you said, it, it is different pacing because of like how it's broken up. I mean, with WandaVision, again, using that as reference. Yeah. Um, each episode, I mean, it was designed. Right, like a sitcom. Like first half. Yeah, it's just like a sitcom as like an episode. But then later on, it started to develop into like a more movie-esque standard. Right. Right, for how, how it was being filmed. Yeah. Um, so in this sense, it, w- it was different because it was, trying to, it was trying to do like a whole movie plot, but you have all that extra real estate of time. So True. It, pacing is something that was, I agree, it was good, but probably could have been better. I think it was still overall really good. Um, I don't know how... Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought figured we could just go through each character and just kind of talk about their arcs, if you're all right with that, and just kind of talk about stuff along the way. Yes, that sounds like a good way to do it. All right, so first I've got some notes on Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, a.k.a. Captain America. What were your thoughts on, like, at the end, they changed the series name to, like, Captain America and the Winter Soldier? I felt like it was good. I felt like it was deserved. I agree. I heard that they were originally thinking about doing it as Captain America and... What was it, like Bucky Barnes or something like that? Or the White Wolf? Oh, uh, I don't think that would have been too far. They, yeah, they took out the White Wolf because they wanted the focus to be on New Cap. Right. Which is respectable. I think that was a good way to go with that. How do we um, How do we sh- abbreviate Falcon Captain America? Because we can't say Faptain America. We said, we've covered that. I was going to say, do the end part of Falcon and Captain, but they're both end, so it would just still be Captain. <laughs> Capkin. Capcom. Um, Falcon. Falcon America. I don't know. Anyways, I have you heard the rumor that like they're writing a Captain America four script? Captain America. Yeah, dude, yeah. That, that's gonna be really good. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how how that's gonna deal. Like I don't know what problem that's gonna deal with. I don't know what Sam's gonna be focusing on, but I mean that's gonna be way like down the road, like Phase five, maybe even six, just because they've already announced everything for Phase four. So we've got some time for things to develop. Yeah, and like become problems. <laughs> we got th- we got time for crap to come up. Well, I don't. I kind of don't know what's gonna happen with a lot of these characters like they introduced val and i don't know when she's gonna pop up next like because it might be like another avengers movie or something but i i don't know where like sharon carter as the power broker is going to come in like i don't know what when that's gonna come in next i don't want to wait a long time because they set this up and i'm kind of excited to see it and i don't want people to like lose interest and not see them for a while you know yeah true which by the way sharon i totally knew oh yeah i called i called yeah, it's, it's kind of obvious where. In the documentary, they were like, "We tried to balance it so that people didn't know, but it wasn't out of the bl- out of the blue." And we think we did a good job. And I was like, ah, <laughs> "Did you? Did you really?" Anyways, I saw this. I saw this one meme where it was like, or maybe it was like how it should have ended, where it was like, 
Carly right before she dies, and it's like, by the way, Sharon's the power broker, and then Sam's just there like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, what did you think of the new suit at the end? It, dude, it, perfect. I loved it. Costume design was flawless. Apparently, I'm not sure if you saw this, but they had to use seats. The VFX in the neck? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. not just the neck, but it's also the seam in the back and some other right. spots. The Velcro in the neck. Because the costume crew, they couldn't get a specific material to work. Because they wanted something that had, like, the thickness of leather, but had, like, the flexibility of, like, uh, elastic, like, a, you know, like a spidey suit. Yeah. But they couldn't get a nice balance, so what they did is they optimized in areas where they could. So, for example, like, the headband, what, like... Right. I'm pretty sure it was leather. And then to the point to where there was errors, like when you turn his neck, I mean, you could see the before and after where there's about. Yeah, basically yeah. every time he turned his neck, like a crease would happen because obviously when you turn like neck, like Finkel, Finkel, uh, fabric wrinkle. wrinkles. <laughs> um, <laughs> a Finkel. But yeah, so that kept happening and they just touched it up with visual effects. I thought it looked great. Like I had no idea. Yeah, no, dude, they did, they did a great job. Great job. Yeah, but the design of the costume was like, they wanted to have more white in it so it kind of offset and didn't look like um, like Steve Rogers' suit or John Walker's suit. So it was distinctly different. And it was supposed to like highlight his upper torso and his head. I think it did a really great job. I, I really like this suit. And it did a really good job with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also love the new... Re- like Again, I can't talk about this enough. Like The redesign and development of his wings throughout. Yeah. Those guys were kind in wings. I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah. I personally, for me, I preferred kind of the more organic looking... I mean, his, his new ones are still more organic looking than his original ones by far. Definitely. But like, I, f- I feel like his... Original ones from the series look a lot more organic through the curvature geometry. But these are also like Wakandan ones, so it's kind of supposed to be a little less organic, I think. Yeah, that's the thing. So it, it fits. It works out. Yeah. I, I liked um I like just Falcon's arc overall in the series. Obviously, they were focusing on that because like, it's called the Falcon Lord Soldier. But like I think part of it was figuring out who he's supposed to be, not trying to be like someone else, not trying to be Captain America, like Steve Rogers, Captain America, or like whatever Isaiah was talking about. Like he's not trying to fit into that cookie cutter. He's being his own version of that kind of thing. And I thought yeah. that came across really well. I, I think the the way that they showed that with Walker as well. Cause yes. Every yes. time you look back and you see Cap, what, he, what does he always say? I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I can do this all day. And it, oh, I can do this all day. <laughs> That's America's ass. I wouldn't wait. He when he fell down, I wanted him to say that, but also it was funny. He she was like, "Stay down," and he got up and he was like, "No," and they kept fighting. And I was like, "Oh, like darn it, moment missed." <laughs> but also that would have probably like went back on the arc we were just talking about, and also been really cheesy. Yeah. So, but I think but, uh, this is just like better than no. <laughs> yeah, that could have been. Could have been like, "You stay down." Like literally, I can do this all the time or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. But yeah, but no, there's like a big contradiction because Walker was so focused on being Captain America that it literally got to his head and it he, I mean, he smashed somebody else's head. So Yeah. So also in the documentary that I watched on the making of, I think it's also really cool. I just want to point out that Marvel is like starting to make these documentaries of the making of their projects because like I would have loved all this behind the scenes stuff from like the earlier films. Also makes my job a lot easier for this. But also just people are interested. So like there's a need and they're they're filming like behind the scenes stuff while they're filming and releasing it on Disney Plus, which I think is amazing. But in that documentary, they said that so Anthony Mackie is from Louisiana, like the actor, mm-hmm. but the Falcon yeah. in the comics isn't. So they actually merged those two to kind of make it more personal and, and real. And I think it works really well in my opinion. Yeah, no, I think it worked out very well. I mean, it may I love again, you you were talking about earlier when they were building that boat. I do agree with that it was a little bit long, but it just every scene where they were in Louisiana and at home, it just, I mean, it felt like home. Yeah. You're with the people you're with. That is, that's also a testament to the cinematography. I thought the cinematography in this, 
this um series was phenomenal yeah like agreed not it didn't like stray from marvel but like it felt i don't know more artsy than normal marvel movies i don't know i think we talked about the close-ups in the therapy session for episode one are you talking about the zemo cut no <laughs> <laughs> uh but we were talking about like for example the cinematography the therapy in episode one like those extreme yeah. close-ups like get in their minds and even sebastian sand commented on that he said in the documentary he said like it was really he really enjoyed how they shot this one compared to the other ones and it like helped show their inner thoughts and like helped his performance i was like that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. yeah they had a nice blend between like those moments like that um where they're capturing like not just Cap- the feel cheering. but uh-huh. but they're capturing not just the emotion but the overall like environment and the the psyche that the, the person's in you know like with again well you said with bucky but also like i mean hell even later with bucky uh when he sees the kids playing with the shield you know yeah it's moments like that where it's just like you could see that there's there's like growth and there's change and you're like you're able to understand what they're thinking yes all of that no, I agree. Um, speaking of Bucky, though, <laughs> let's talk about him a little bit. We talked about Falcon. I, I, yeah. I'm happy to see at the end of this, he finally seems to be doing better in the world because he's had a very traumatic life. Um, and that's what something they actually said they were really trying to focus on was like, there's been 10 years of storytelling for Bucky's character and trauma for him. And so this series is finally a time for him to like process all of that and kind of deal with that. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Sebastian Sands said that he worked really hard. He, in his mind when he's acting, he's thinking like, all right, if someone sits down like a fan and watches all the movies, like from Captain America up through Falcon Winter Soldier, is this character, like does this character continuity make sense? Can he, does the character evolve? It's not too drastic of changes. So like, Mm -hmm. and I think he did a great job. Like I think, I mean, we've literally been watching the first few like phase one and two and i don't know bucky seemed good to me <laughs> yeah it's true i mean compared to somebody like thor right like once thor 3 came out it was a huge change to the character definitely like huge it still works don't get me wrong but you know i, I can understand that mentality where it's something you need to be conscious of when you're you're portraying your character yeah i just want bucky to have peace i'm, I'm sad for the old man but like i'm glad Bucky kind of told him about his son and everything. Yeah, it's good to have closure there, you know? Amending, not avenging. That was a good line. Yeah, yeah. Sam did have a solid point when he said you got to pull in the work. Yes. Put in the work. All right, but my favorite character of the whole series was Zemo. He stole the show, in my opinion. (laughs) Oh, the dance moves. I literally... Well, I, like I said, I was graduating college and I was going out a lot and partying. There were a few times where I would literally steal that one dance move from Zemo when it fit during the song. Oh my god, just just a bump with your fist. Yeah, that, well, I mm, talked about it with mm. my roommate Logan, who's also been on the podcast briefly. And occasionally when I'd lock eyes with him, like when we met eyes, I would like do that thing and he'd start laughing. Oh god. But anyways, <laughs> but, um, yeah, how do you think he was able to, like, contact his butler at the raft and, like, get him to kill the remaining super soldiers at the end? Um, maybe it was, like, a contingency plan? I don't know. Maybe he was, like... Well, then again, he would have... I don't know. But also, well, it could be Val, because if, do you remember when she was talking hmm. with uh, John Walker's girlfriend? She was like, oh, our friend Zemo just cleaned up the what's it called. Like, how would she know that? Like, she didn't know that. True. Like, no, so they said there were no suspects, and she was like, I couldn't have planned it better myself unless I did. No, I didn't. Or did I? I'm like, like what? <laughs> yeah, what's her character in the comics? I totally forget what her uh, character she, is. Her character, it's like, her name's, it's like Valentina, blah, blah, blah. It's like a huge name. But basically, it's like a kind of darker or more morally gray Nick Fury. And Nick Fury's already pretty morally gray, so hmm. more so, evil. 
I don't know. I like her character too. Yeah, no, it's a good character, but that would make sense because then pretty much what that would mean is she'd be eliminating variables. You know, like there's no need to have extra super soldiers. Now she only so, she controls the only like one exactly. that is able to be controlled really. Exactly. Tying up loose ends, yeah. Huh. But sorry, back to back to Zemo. I wonder if that means we're going to be getting like Dark Avengers. Come to think of it, maybe that'd be cool. All right, let's back to the tank to Zemo. So yeah, yeah. I feel like well, first off, I think it's Butler. Should not be doing any heavy lifting. He's like a hundred, and he's already managed to kill more super soldiers than like super villains have. So good for that guy, man. <laughs> yeah, he he's putting in the effort. Yeah, there was actually in the documentary when they were in uh, Madripoor, uh, the actor for Zemo, like Daniel, I forget his last name or how to pronounce it, but he sat down and was wearing like a fa- like his fancy Zemo suit, and he did like an like a commercial, like a fake ad for Suitcovia, he called it, and it was just like a, it was him sitting in front of all those like monkey skulls, and then a camera just slowly panning in, and he's just like, "Do you like my outfit? Like my shirt, my pants, my boots? Well, you can get it from Suitcovia," and like it just went on. I was like, "Wow, that was it was pretty funny." Highly recommend you watch that. I'll take a look. But what, what do you think? Uh, do you think we'll see Zemo again? Oh, definitely, dude. We're definitely gonna see him again. I, I love the way that they kind of set it up where he's now in Wakanda, right? So now it's, it's going to be even harder for no, him. No, he's at the raft. He's at the raft. Oh, that's right. The Wakanda's took him to the raft. Yeah. So, oh, it's not going to be that hard then. The ra- It's in the middle of the ocean. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Steemo. He's going to I love how you're, you're like the raft, this super high, intense, like crazy prison. That's going to be not as bad as Wakanda. Just, it just shows like how crazy and advanced, how, how Wakanda, advanced is. Wakanda is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, we're definitely going to see him again. I wonder if. Who else is in the raft right now? That we know of. Um, I think all the Avengers escaped, and except for like Ant Man and Hawkeye did house arrest. Yeah. Are any of the Spideys? I don't know. They were sending the they were sending the other super soldiers to the raft, but I don't know if we know anyone right now. Like there uh, could be like I, I saw a theory video. Where it was like who else could be in the raft? It could be um the Abomination could be in there potentially. Uh, I don't know. What about Tombs? Who's Tombs? Adrian Tombs. Oh oh. Vulture. No, he was in the regular prison. Remember, he saw Scorpion at the end of. Yeah, I know. He's in regular prison, but I didn't know if he... I mean, there could be a way to get transferred to the raft. I don't know. Anyways, John Walker, U.S. agent. I really liked... This guy. I I liked his character a lot. I thought... I thought... um, Kurt... Not Kurt Russell. Wyatt Russell did a great job. (laughs) Kurt... (laughs) Moving on. Imagine it being Kurt Russell. Oh, my God. It's ego. What, What do you think of... What do you think of his choice to, like, do good at the end? I think, again, pacing could have been different for his character, but... In all, I think it was a good thing that the change ultimately did happen. Yes, you know? I agree. I think it was a little fast because, I mean, he was angry. And he, like, he was beating the crap out of, like, four super soldiers at once. I was really impressed. Yeah. But I think, like I said, I, th- I think it was maybe a tad quick. But he's always wanted to do good. Like, that's always been his thing. He's just kind of lost his way, I think. And the theme of the show is to not try to be someone you're not. It, and so, like, once he stopped trying to be Captain America, like, he did the right thing. Like, he literally threw his shield, his fake shield, like, off the edge and like helped get the car up i thought it was hilarious yeah also when like his his shield that he made like just broke like immediately during the fight (laughs) yeah oh my god i love that like like you can saw like that little dip like the layers of it yeah it's just like oh man you don't know what you're doing my guy no yeah Uh, it's just funny to see like how desperate he was you know yeah to still try to fit into that role which again it's like i don't know if that made it i feel like you needed the iconic iconic i can't speak you needed the visual of him like throwing the shield dropping away. Dropping the shield. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But like I don't know. 
I, I liked it. I thought he did a great job, and no, he definitely did a great job portraying the character. It was it was good arc. He had good motivation with his uh, with uh, Battlestar with his friend. Yeah. yeah. Do, what, where do you think we'll see him next as U.S. agent? Because he wants to do good. Do you think like Val might like manipulate him into doing like bad and make him think it's like good? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Honestly, I feel like he's going to now be on specialized missions as U.S. agent, and with this, I honestly do think we might get either. You might get, like, the Dark Avengers, something like that. Okay. Cool. Who's on Dark Avengers that you know of? I don't know. But okay. But I know the name. Okay. And it would... <laughs> and, but no, it would make sense, because think about it. If you are trying to do a, an MCU version of Dark Avengers, I feel like you just want to do a, a negation of the Avengers. So you're going to need a cap. You're going to need some, like, Russian lady. Oh, sorry. I just Googled it. Remember, it's Dark Avengers. Iron Patriot, Norman Osborn, uh, is, like, Iron Patriot. Venom. Yep. Uh, is, but not... Eddie Brock, it's Mac Gargan. It's it's yeah. Bullseye, the Sentry, Ares, Moonstar, Novar, uh, Dakin, Dakin. Draken. No, it says it's D A K E N. Dakin. That's Logan's son, right? Uh, yes, looks like it. He's got Wolverine claws. I'm gonna say yes. (laughs) Yeah. And a mohawk. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for Nova. I, I want to see it like a Nova movie. Yeah, dude, I think that'd they, be cool. I know. I thought they were going to do that after Guardians, you know? Yeah. They had a Nova core and everything. But um, I feel like now that... Uh, was it was a planet? Was it Nova Prime? Is it destroyed? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, it is because Thanos destroyed it when he got the, the stone. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, you're right. That would be a good way to now start off. Like, if you're going to do a Nova story, do it that way to where he was like you know, on the planet or something right. like that. Or maybe, or maybe some, some of the, no, I don't know how Nova energy works, but some of that energy goes to pick out, per, pick out a little earth boy, you know, green <laughs> yeah. iron style. Yeah. But yeah. That'd be cool. Cool. I didn't know Matt Gargan was, that's Scorpion, but he's, I didn't know he was also Venom. Anywho. All right. Anyways, back to the tank. Dark Avengers cool. But I want to talk about the villain of this story, Carly. I forget her last name, but I thought. I think you mean it was Agatha. All along. <laughs> I, I thought Carly, like we said, was pretty good. Like, yeah. uh, the, in the comics, like, that character is, like, a big dude with, like, a like a chain on his arm or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so they changed it definitely from the source material. She's dead. Or do you think she's actually dead? Because she wasn't in that explosion. She was just shot. And, like, I don't know. We kind of saw her die. But she got carried away in the meds. By the meds. I don't know. I she don't could. Know. She, she could still be alive. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if, if depends depending on how this kind of fell. I'm not sure how they're gonna bring her back. If at anything, true. I don't know if they need to. Like I don't know if she's. Yeah, that's what I mean. I thought she was a good villain, but like I don't know if she'd fit like really anywhere else. Like I don't know. I don't know if they want too many like more political villains. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So I feel like she might just. You know. you know what? I think it's probably good, actually. I'm just thinking about how they're releasing these shows. We had WandaVision, which is, like, mystical, magical. Then this was very grounded, like, politics. And we're going back to Loki, which is going to be, like, timey and magical again. So I think that's good. Like, they're kind of, like, Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Alternating. That they're pacing it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're pacing... Wow, there's pacing within the series and then pacing the release of the series themselves. Marvel's got a lot going on, man. Anyways. Yeah, Sharon <laughs> Carter, along with Carly. Power broker. What do you think she's going to do? Where do you think she's going to show up next? Now that she's pardoned and back in the U.S. and can get all the secrets. Well, I wonder if she's working with Val. Because think about it, you know? It was Agatha. Dude, oh, Agatha, Val, Sharon, team up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good girl's gone bad. Well, actually, no, Sharon, I think Sharon would be, like, the only good one there. Yeah, it's just Sharon. But, anywho. I feel like she could be working with Val. If she's not, then she's doing more Power Broker stuff. But, like, I don't know what Power Broker would be doing. Like... What other U.S. resources are there that, right now, 
that she'd be able to leverage or have leverage over? Uh, no idea. Like, she's all the secrets. I don't know, Daniel, that's the point. But we gotta, I just wait to find out. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling you to think about it. Maybe, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe, like, with the new, like, the inhumans and stuff. Like, maybe she'll have access to their information since they're gonna be coming about. Maybe that'll, or, like, Shang-Chi wonder, and the ooh, Ten Rings. Ooh, or maybe ooh. they'll get news about the Ten Rings and be able to do something with those. He- Hear me out, General Ross. I also feel like which. Oh yeah. Oh Red Hulk. Oh yeah. That could be yeah. cool. But I, I feel like also um, I feel like because Black Widow was supposed to come out like before all of this, like I feel like there's just like something we're missing that maybe Black Widow will be able to help a little bit with. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we were supposed to. We're supposed to know about Black Widow right now, and that I hope that will help with some things. <laughs> and, and again, that's why I'm also thinking about like Dark Avengers, because again, I'm like, because you've seen her sister in this, right? I'm assuming. I'm not sure if she's still gonna be alive in the end of Black Widow, but imagine if she is, right? Then you have the negation of Cap and Black Widow. Yeah, which were some of the fa- first founding blocks to the Avengers. So. Yeah. All right. Well, those are the characters. Oh, sorry. I also want to talk about Isaiah Bradley. I really liked his ending and how he got like his time in the museum, his, his exhibit at the museum. I thought that was pretty good. The actor was really good. Yeah, no, he did a really good job portraying the the emotional trauma that his character went through. Yeah. It is it is very sad. Because it did bring up a good point about how history is warped. Yes, definitely. You know, to a certain, certain lens. So I feel like this was a good message and a good way to good way to, you know, bring that to light, but also show it being honored and how to respectfully go forward with that. Yeah. All right. I just want to talk about a couple things from the finale because that was just like the last thing I watched. And well, like, hold, on, hold on, did, before we jump into the finale, there's still one more character I'm not sure if you know about. Uh, did we talk about Patriot? Patriot? Isaiah's uh, son, grandson. Oh, I don't know much about Isaiah's like nephew or whatever, grandson. Whatever he was to him, I've, they said his name, and then he's Patriot. Okay. He's going to what be is Patriot? Patriot. Um, he has some of the Super Soldier Serum. Oh. Uh, from Isaiah. So. Okay. Gotcha. I think he does. So he starts doing his own thing as Patriot. So it's going to be Iron um, Patriot and just regular Patriot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the Redland Patriots. For those that don't know, that are, that's our... That's uh, our high school. High school. Wow. It was so long I, ago I don't, now. I don't want to say it's I don't want to say it's unoriginal, but it's kind of unoriginal. There's also the New England Patriots. <laughs> There's too many Patriots. Maybe we need more anarchists. Maybe we need more Carlys. No. Oh my gosh. I Carly. We're gonna change our high school, our high school to the Redland <laughs> anarchists. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 our mascot be? I don't know. Like a fire. Sure. All right. <laughs> Back to the tank. So. I just want to talk about a couple things for the finale, some highlights. I thought the Batroc and Falcon fight took way too long. I, th- I thought he should have just kicked his yeah. butt. But yeah. I, obviously they need to pace things out like we were saying. Yeah. I thought it was really cool when Falcon like deflected a chopper, like a helicopter crashing with his yes. wings. That was sick. Dude, that was sick. <laughs> yeah. I also liked how he's being smart about it too, how he contacted the one Air Force. Yeah, definitely. Or X Air Force. That was really cool. And using Red Wing. That's something you wouldn't usually see out of... You wouldn't see that out of Iron Man. You wouldn't see that out of Cap. You know, that's something that's, you know, yeah. unique to Sam. I thought that was cool. I also thought it was cool. The Captain America speech he gave at the end, I thought it was really good. Yeah, no, that was really good. Yeah. Uh, it really sold the point to where he understood why Carly was doing it, but she went too far. Right. I, I have a question for you, like the post credits in the finale. Who do you think that Sharon's going to sell the government secrets to? Because we talked about... Like a little bit, like what government secrets there might be, but like, who do you think she's gonna give it to? It could be Val, it could be the Mandarin, like the actual Mandarin. True. We got to think about her contacts in Madripoor, I guess. Considering how things are gonna be developing, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it is the Mandarin, Shang Chi. 
You know, like oh, him, okay. like like the Mandarin loves power. You know, I mean, that's why he's got his ten rings in the first place. And Sharon's title has power in it. <laughs> so it's a match made in heaven. You know, Marvel Tinder. That's an interesting name. Like, did she give that to herself? Like, how do how do you like make a name for yourself? Like, what would my name be? I thought your name would be Jake Star, all one word. True. It's like my username for a lot of video games. All right. Back to the tank. I'll think of a name for next time. Maybe Jake's our like podcasting prodigy or something. Probably not. It's considering we just took the past two months off. Anyways, some of my favorite moments from like the series. I really liked uh, like Madripoor like as a whole. I thought that design was awesome. Yes. I also like the battle in the lab and like that it, like fell out into the shipping crates. That was awesome. It was really dynamic that whole fight. I really liked that. Yeah. Also, it was really cool seeing Sharon get back into like the action. You know. Definitely. Like, yeah. Like, but here's the thing. Imagine if she got killed there, you know? And the guy's oh. like, you killed the power broker. And then they're just they're like, like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I liked um, also the Wakandans versus new Captain America, Naptain America. Oh, that was so dirty, In Zemo's dude. apartment. That was awesome. I really enjoyed seeing that him was... get his butt kicked. <laughs> and Bucky dude, loses yeah, that... his arm, Buzz Lightyear style, Mrs. Nesbitt from Toy Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> he, it was so sad how he looked down on his arm. He's like... Oh yeah, you can do you can do that. Yeah, put, they put in the cheat code. Yeah, yeah. It was also kind of sad though seeing Walker. He's just like they weren't even they weren't even supers. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're not you're not top game. Well, that also led to another favorite part of the series for me. I I it was scary seeing like John Walker go ballistic, but like, once he took the serum and like went crazy, like I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, true. It's weird to think about Steve as the anomaly. I mean, yeah. I mean that, but that's what the the german guy was looking for stanley tucci yeah yeah but yeah there those were like some of my favorite moments um which one thing another i also wanted to talk about in the documentary they t- touched on so there was like a lot of production trouble with this actually because so they were gonna film in puerto rico and they had like scouted so much out but then there was an earthquake so they were like oh we should be careful and then they're like sending some experts to like test everything and then the earthquake was like they said it was all clear like everything like looked fine and then a second earthquake happened so like they like couldn't film an earthquake so they like adjust all their schedules around so they went to Prague to like film some other stuff and they figure about or like to pick up some other location stuff and then like the pandemic got real and the travel ban happened like in the middle of production so they had to like shut down which like has never like really happened in like filming anything with Marvel before or just like most things yeah obviously like some small things happen but like something getting like shut down completely is not often doesn't often happen um like even like we i've read and heard about like mission impossible like when tom cruise like broke his ankle like production they said shut down but like i'm imagining it didn't shut down to the extent that this shut it down like they could probably all the principal photography with tom cruise was shut down like they couldn't film anything with him but they were probably like locations were probably able to get like establishing shots and they were able to get other things that were Tom Cruise, like maybe wasn't in it, like stuff with Henry Cavill, his scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. as the villain. But like this was shut down like completely, like it couldn't even pl- like it was crazy. So it, it's they said that the crew kind of banded together and it kind of made them closer, which was awesome. But like it was something they had to overcome, which I thought was really interesting and just kind of unprecedented, unprecedented up to now. It is just weird to think about how how much you know, the industry's having to evolve and change with how, you know, not just COVID, but, you know, like how you said, like random circumstances, like earthquakes, like, holy yeah, crap, you know? definitely. Yeah. But that, that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover for Falcon Winter Soldier. Any last thoughts you had on, on that, on the, the show, the series? One of my favorite moments was when Zemo, you know, 
pretty much was able to trick a little kid into helping them. Oh and my then gosh. Sam, Sam and Bucky were like, what in the heck? But just, just their reaction. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was great. <laughs> Dan's favorite part was Fusimo tricking a child. <laughs> <laughs> but no, overall, I think the series was really well done. Yeah. Um, again, pacing could have been better in some pace in some paces. In some paces. <laughs> um, but no, it did a really good job. It told more of Sam's story and, well, Sam and Bucky's story. And I think it, you know. Suckies. <laughs> That's their ship name. I think it did a good job in progressing where we're at right now. Yeah. Just worldwide. Especially from picking up after Sam was handed the after shield. The blip. Yeah. yeah. Well, they said a big part, The like one of the co-executive producers said that one of the big just like launching points from this was that scene when Sam gets the shield and, and the line that she said stuck with her was, how does it feel? And he said like, like it's someone else's. Like that was kind of like the launching point from this series. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bam. You ready for some patron shout outs? Hit me. Cue the Epic Star Wars music. Boosh. We've got patron Lori, Frank, Rick, Evan, Tony, Lisa. Thank you so much for watching the tier. You get to the shout out. If you want to support us over on Patreon, you can head to the link in the description. You get episodes early, special perks, get to vote on certain topics, all that jazz and more. We really appreciate patron supporters. Thank you. Yeah, we also do review shout-outs. If you want to leave a review, head on over to Apple Podcasts. There's also our Audible link still in the description if you want to check that out, get some free audiobooks. We've got some cool audiobooks I recommend over on the Patreon, available to anyone. You don't have to be a patron supporter. Yeah, what do you want to talk about next, Daniel? I mean, Loki's coming out in like a month, so we've got some time. We can maybe go over some Bad Batch stuff, or maybe we can keep going through Phase 3, maybe. Yeah, I I was thinking of that. We could go do Bad Batch. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll get back to it. Where were we on phase three? We just finished phase two. So at the beginning. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe we should do some bad batch. Let's change it up. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. But something something will yeah. be will come up. Uh, <laughs> I want to record some stuff in batches because I've got some stuff coming up in June. Haha. <laughs> batches. <laughs> but uh, oh. we'll, we'll figure it out. Keep it posted. Thank you for the support. You ready for the outro introduction, Daniel? Yes. Hit me. Hit me with it. You do it. I was what? Gonna, yeah, that's what, no, I was going to say, I was telling what? you to hit me. I was telling you to hit me to hit. So All I right. Hit me. We just talked about what we want to talk about, and now we're done. Blank. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so we will catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye.